Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Bring in now Shannon Spake. She had a interesting game. Just when you think the Cowboys mm-hmm. are given up to be dead, you know, there's nothing left in the season. They win three games in a row. And now they actually have a decent chance, believe it or not, to actually make the playoffs. How stunning is that going to be if the Cowboys find themselves not only making the playoffs, Shannon, but hosting a home playoff game? There is nothing that surprises me about the NFC East this year, Clay. It's been just, uh, I mean, it was a dumpster fire at the start, and now, like, it's like no one wants to, to lose it. No one wanted to win it early, and no one wants to lose it now. It's It's been crazy, all the different quarterbacks that you've seen and the issues that they've had. It's just been crazy. But I do think that uh, I do think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win this. I'm looking at the playoff picture for the NFC East, and all they have to do, I think they're going to beat the Giants. I, I just yeah. think the Giants have regressed 100%. Daniel Jones, we did his job, uh, his game against the Cardinals when he first came back from that injury, and I couldn't believe he looked like a totally different player than he did when he uh, stepped off that field before the injury. He just he had regressed so much. And um, I do not think that Washington beats Philadelphia. I think Washington is just dealing with so much stuff right now, and uh, I think the Dwayne Haskins situation. I'd love to see it happen because I just think Ron Rivera and the story and Alex Smith and everything that they've gone through, but they just, they've got no one under center that they can really rely on. So I do think the Dallas Cowboys are going to run it. Uh, how, how dumb do you think your decision-making would have been if you'd been 21 years old and you were a multimillionaire? 
I got, I had terrible decision making when I was 21 and I was not a multimillionaire. So, yes. uh, yeah, but listen, the whole Dwayne Haskins thing. Yeah, that's what, I, I, that's what I, I'm getting to. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, what, what have you seen? You've covered the, the yeah. Washington team quite a bit. Like, did it surprise you or was this kind of an underlying story? I know they, they benched him and put him down in third string and, and all of those associated acts, but did you really expect for them to release him? And how big of a story behind the scenes was this when you were covering the team? So I'll tell you this. I covered him last year, and I don't listen to sort of external talk about people. I judge based on my experience with people. And every day, like every game, every Sunday morning, I'll walk up to a starting quarterback. I'll walk up to a coach and say hello to them just to try to establish a relationship, especially because, you know, I'm only four years into the NFL, so I think it's really important for FaceTime. And especially if the guy gives us time on the phone, I like to say thank you. And my interaction in that brief moment, I feel, tells me a lot about a person. And, and last year, when I went up to Dwayne Haskins, I got the sense that he didn't have any time for me. And I was like, all right, cool. He's doing his thing. Listen, I don't take that personally. But it, it, to me, it was telling. You know, I go up to someone like Odell Beckham Jr., and he talks to me for 15 minutes. It's just kind of telling, I think. However, when we talked to him this year on the phone – I felt like he was a different person. I felt like he had really learned from the experience. I felt like he had been humbled. He he got disconnected from our call and called back in, and I thought for sure he was not going to call back in. I talked to Terry McLaurin about him. I talked to all of these players about him, and they really felt like they had seen him change. He was leading the scout team. He took accountability, all of this stuff. So if you would have told me him last year had done this, I would have been I wouldn't have been surprised. But just based on what I saw when we covered him a few weeks ago, I was surprised because this was not just a case of him going out and doing something silly. This was selfish. All of his teammates have counted on are counting on him to make the postseason. They've all sacrificed all season long because of COVID and he's violated it twice. So I just think it was like a really selfish move on his part that I was surprised just based on what I had heard recently about how he had maybe grown up and changed a little bit you know it's interesting it's not even just selfish it's also so dumb because what we talked about was it's one thing to go out and violate the rule in the NFL right I'm sure several different players have done it it's another thing entirely to violate the rule go to a strip club and get your picture taken there like uh, like I just that to me is just next level dumb because even if you're going to violate the rule, you would think you would be like, okay, nobody's taken any photos of me at least. I'm not going to provide definitive evidence of me breaking the rule. And then boom, there's the photo. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago when Jimmy Garoppolo was out to dinner with his, with his girlfriend or, or whatever. Oh, the porn and I star? Remember, yes. And yeah. I remember Mia in Beverly Hills. And I remember you talking about like decision making for your yeah. quarterback, like who, like you're basically looking at the leader of this team, the person who's supposed to be sort of the the face and the leader and all that stuff, and then you make a decision like that, and and that's immediately what I thought about when I saw this story break about Dwayne Haskins. It's like your decision-making in the NFL has got to be, not even in the NFL, when you're the face of a team and there are people relying on you, you have to walk into that locker room and you have to be a leader of all of these guys and they have to think that they rely on you or they're going to turn on you. They're, I mean, they're, they're going to turn on you and, and they're not going to want you part of the organization. So yeah, I thought it was a really bad decision. I thought it was selfish. But listen, 21 years old, should he have known better? Yes. Should he have people around him that tell him that he should not be doing this? Yes. 
Unfortunately, he didn't. And this could be his last shot because, you know, if a guy is playing really well, you, they'll get another shot. But did he show enough? Did he show enough in a short period of time to tell us that he'll get another shot somewhere? We'll, we'll have to see, I guess. Yeah, and on the Jimmy G story, for people who don't remember it, what I said was I don't care if my starting quarterback is hanging out with porn stars. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily like it because he's the CEO, and like that to me means that he might be t- making other risky decisions. But whatever, you're a mm-hmm. single guy doing it. But if you're going to go out with a porn star – don't do it in Beverly Hills and right. don't have TMZ tipped off so that when you come out of the restaurant, there are <laughs> photos of you with her, right? Like, that's just my thing on it was, hey, you want to okay. hang out with a porn star? No no problem. You're a starting quarterback in the NFL. You can kind of set the parameters. And even if you're Dwayne Haskins, and first of all, your season is almost over, right? If you make the postseason – okay, you got an extra week, but if you lose and don't make the postseason, you can go off and do whatever you want as soon as the season is over. If you are absolutely, uh, you have to be hanging out with strippers, you're a multimillionaire starting quarterback in the NFL. They will come to your house, right? Like you can go get somebody to go to the strip club and be like, hey, can we get three or four girls to come back and dance at the house? We want to have a fun night uh, on our week, our day. I'm not saying that's a smart decision, but that could easily have happened, and nobody would have to know about it. It's still not yeah. smart. But going to the strip club and getting your photo taken is like next level dumb. Somebody around you should have been like, hey, why don't we just bring the girls to the house and we'll have a party here? Yeah, and, and just the aesthetics of the whole thing, right? He gets in. He has this opportunity again. Again, he finally Smith, got a right. chance. Right. And then he goes in and he almost leads them back to a victory against Dallas. Right. I mean, that was a close. I mean, it came down to pretty much the last couple plays and then this happened. So I think just the aesthetic and the timing of all of it just looked really bad as well. So I'm not surprised that they waived him. I was surprised that based on everything that I heard from the team two weeks ago when he was getting that that opportunity again was that he had changed. And my perception, just based on the short period of time that we had with him, was that he also changed a little bit. And so maybe. Maybe a poor decision, but ultimately, I mean, this is he. This is a shot that I mean, how many? It, it's so ironic that on a weekend where J.J. Watt, who's had his body beat up for multiple years in the NFL, the team is terrible. I covered J.J. Watt's game earlier this year, and it looked like he was chewing on nails the entire game. That's how. It, teed off he was the entire game he was just angry so on a weekend where you have jj watt sitting up there kind of talking about how this is the best opportunity and 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 if you don't want to be here you don't have to be here this is the same weekend that Dwayne haskins does what he does it is kind of fascinating speaking of does what he does as bad as the nfc east is only one team has been eliminated from contention that is (laughs) the eagles you were watching them play against the cowboys what sense did you get about what will likely be a tumultuous offseason for the Eagles? They benched Carson Wentz, who they've given $100 million plus to. They replace him with, uh, with Jalen Hurts. How is this going to play out during the offseason? Is Carson Wentz going to demand a trade? Is Jalen Hurts their guy going forward? Does Doug Peterson keep his job? What's the solution here for a franchise that fell on its face for sure this season? I really think, and I know this might be a bold prediction, but just watching the way that Jalen, just watching his demeanor on the sideline does not look like a rookie. Just watching him talk to those players and the way he leads, and even those first couple drives, right? Those first couple drives, I was like, oh, man, 
the Eagles, the, the Cowboys are done. You know, when he threw that pass to Deshaun Jackson and, and, and he took off, I was like, this is over. Like, this, this offense is going to roll. I, watching Jalen Hurts on the sideline, he seems to me to be a starting quarterback. He needs experience, and it does seem like that team really rallies around him. I, I, Carson Wentz, it's the dollars. It's the money. It's a lot of money to hold a clipboard. It's a lot of money to be standing on the sideline. Uh, who's going to take on that that? that money it's it's excuse me it's the biggest question but i definitely think i like what i saw out of jalen hurts i really do i think he is a leader i think that he's a i think he's good i just think he needs experience do you think uh so it's interesting carson wentz is one guy who they're gonna have to make a decision about in philadelphia mm-hmm. on uh monday night football we final monday night football the game of the year we saw the bills win with ease absolutely dominate against uh the uh, the new england patriots do you think Tom Brady, even though he won't say it publicly, has taken any joy in the fact that the Patriots have fallen apart? Do you think he enjoyed watching Bill Belichick throw that phone on the sideline? <laughs> I think it's probably bittersweet, right? Because he probably still has friends that are there, and he cares very much about the organization and the fans. But there is a certain sense of like, hey, I guess it was me a little bit. Yeah. You know, we kind of saw it in racing when, when they split up Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss, who, who won seven championships together. And the story all all offseason before these guys got on the track was who's going to win first. Both of them struggled. Chad got a victory. And you got to think like that there's just a little sense of pride. There's a little sense of I can do it without you, but you can't without me. It, it is. I mean, we talked about how it's basically the equivalent of a divorce coming into this season where – uh, you know how people a lot of times they get divorced they both get in really good shape and the, the concept is who's going to win the divorce right and you see it a lot in Hollywood Oscars you know somebody gets divorced and they come out and you're like wow they look incredible you know it's like suddenly they have motivation because they're out on the, the market again and I don't know who's going to win the long-range divorce because certainly Bill Belichick is going to have a longer horizon in which he is able to coach I believe than Tom Brady is going to be able to play quarterback but given the fact that the Bucks are effectively, it looks like, locked into that number five overall seed and have a very good chance to beat whoever wins the NFC East, I think you have to look at this and say, man, Brady, first year apart, has definitely crushed Belichick in the post-divorce life. Well, you know, regardless of what happens or who wins, it's created some great memes from the anger that we've seen out of yes. both of those guys this year because pouting Tom Brady on the sideline and, and – bone-throwing Bill Belichick is not something we're used to seeing every weekend, and it was I asked my friend who's a Bills fan and, and they just like, I mean, listen, growing up a Dolphins fan, you know, I was in that same division in terms of my fandom, and uh, you, you, like, New England is like the one you want to take down. Like, Miami Dolphins in turquoise, in the snow, in December, and, and they lose the game. I mean, I have visions of that in my in my nightmares, and uh, and certainly so do the Bills, and so it's, um, it, I think it's fun for the it's fun. For, it's a lot of fun for the other teams that are in that division, for sure. How did your Christmas go? It was great. We had a really good time. I mean, it was um, very stressful up until the moment that the kids came downstairs because, as you know, you're, yes. there's a lot going on and, and, and you're kind of – But it, and it went too fast. I think it went too fast. I've actually – I was telling Danny G, I've been hosting on Sirius XM NASCAR radio. I've been hosting the NASCAR show. Um, I did it yesterday, and I, I have to do it today. And I have a newfound respect for what you do every day, Clay. Uh, it is so much – like just in terms of talking for four hours and coming up with content and keeping 
it going. And it, it's, it's a lot of work that I never understood. Um, so today is my, my last day. I'm actually sitting in front of the Charlotte Motor Speedway right now. And as soon as we get off the phone, I'm going to walk in there and put my headphones on. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Dan Patrick has a good analogy on this because radio is one of those things that everybody thinks they can do. And so, and and you've probably heard this before too, uh, even in our industry for people who do media and are used to talking and, uh, and all of those, uh, those aspects, he said, and I think this is true when you do a radio show, everybody, first of all, the light comes on and they suddenly tell every story they've ever had in their entire life. Uh, if you're decent at it. And at the end of it, after three or four hours, you're like, oh, you're, you're sweating bullets. You're like, man, I made it through. And <laughs> yeah. then, you know, they, somebody pats them on the back and they're like, OK, bud, uh, you've got to do 240 more of those shows live on the air where you sit and talk to the entire country. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. And, and I always say it's, it's television's different, but I'm sure you've seen it before. Like, for instance, on the Fox studio lot in in L.A., there are people who can sit in the green room. They call it the avocado room at, uh, at uh, Fox Sports and can be incredible in the green room. And as soon as the lights come on and they walk like that 100 yards or whatever the heck it is down to the studio, they're a totally different person. And I bet you've seen it, all the studio work and television you've done. Conversations are incredible. Lights come on and everybody freezes up. It's one of those you can either do it or you can't. And until it goes live, you don't know what to anticipate. Well, and, you know, you think about our opens right in the games. <clears throat> I have 30 seconds to get in, as you know, this, this small amount of information. Yeah. And in normal life, like, you'll, you'll blank on someone's name every once in a while or, like, you might, you know, kind of stutter over a word or have to, like, read. But you've got 30 seconds, and it's got to be as crisp and clean. And, and you've got fans. Well, I have 30,000 fans in Dallas this weekend, but you have fans. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, there's. I mean, I've had football players running behind me. You have stuff going on. And I tell people that are trying to get into the industry, like you have to basically, you have to eliminate every single distraction and just focus on that camera. But still, sometimes that 30 seconds, you go, uh, uh, this guy, right? And yeah. you just forget, because in, because as you're talking on the radio, every once in a while, you do forget somebody's name. And so, yeah, it's those 30 seconds. It's sitting on a set and talking about something that you've rehearsed and doesn't feel natural anymore, but making it seem natural. And for you, like I said, like, exactly. That's exactly what I did day one. I, I all of my stories, right? Everything. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I got to come back tomorrow. What am I going to talk about tomorrow? Yeah, it's, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting, too, to your mm-hmm. point on. So when I first started doing television, I was on the Fox pregame show. Uh, that was back in 2013. So it was seven years ago. And what I found to be the most challenging, to me, it's easy. Like, I hosted my own TV show on a Friday college football pregame. I was the host. I ran the show, everything else. I didn't find that to be particularly difficult because you're on camera all the time. But when you get it just tossed to you, that's what I was doing back in 2013. And they're like, okay, you've got one minute, go. That's yeah. tougher, I think, than being having your radio show or having your television show and being able to talk. Because if you screw up in that one minute, it's very noticeable. I do live television every day, as you've done as well. Everybody misspeaks and everything else. But when you have a lot of opportunity to talk, it isn't as big of a deal as when you screw up and you've only got like one minute to go. Yeah, and your your clock starts when you have that one minute, especially when you're down on the sideline, right? My clock is starting because... 
those guys are down on the field and they're about ready to kick. And like, you want to get your report in before the kick or before the snap. So if you're doing a report and I turn and I look and I'm like, Oh gosh, they're getting, they're going, there they go. They're there. And you know, your, your, your clock is sped up. And oftentimes when you feel that clock in your brain start to speed up, that's when you speed up and that's when you make mistakes. And yeah, it's, um, it's certainly a different world, but I have a ton of respect for what you do every single day. Cause I did not realize you. And, and like, I listen to you and you're part of my sort of day. And I, I never realized just how challenging it really is. I'm oh, doing it right wow. now, and I'm, I'm, I'm buttering you up. Clay, I know. Right? I know. What's the big ass going to come? What's the big ass? <laughs> no, I know how no, this no. works. I've got a wife. Uh, what? Uh, by the way, what game do you have this weekend? I'm at uh, 49ers Seattle in uh, in Phoenix. It's actually it's really interesting. This is the very first NFL game that I did in 2016 when I came to Fox Sports. It was uh, it was Seattle Seahawks and 49ers. It was in California at that time, and I brought my kids. So it's kind of like full circle. Uh, but excited because I mean, anytime I get to see Russell Wilson out there, I'm, I'm I, I he's a Hall of Famer, and, and I I love watching him. And then George Kittle was back last week, and he's out for blood. He just wants to destroy every. Everybody, and he's always fun to watch for sure. So, yeah, I, it'll be a good game. It's week 17. I heard you talking. I cannot believe that we made it. I, I got I know, my COVID results last night. I'm good to go. I'm going to be on the sideline this weekend. And, uh, yeah, week 17, it's, it's here. I, I can't believe it. We did it. Kudos to the NFL. Kudos to everybody for getting it done. I think it's an incredible accomplishment. I mean, if you think about everything going on back in September, the Titans testing positive, all the Ravens, like all the different issues that there have been to finish this season on schedule is one of the greatest accomplishments in NFL history. I really think it is. No question. No question, because when this started, I was like, I wonder how long this is going to go. We made it to week four. I was like, all right, we made it to week four. And every week I go, this is the week, this is the week. And we had the issues and, you know, the Broncos and all of this stuff. And, and they just kept going. And I'm, yeah, I applaud the NFL for, for getting this, this season in the way that it, that it has. I'll see how the postseason goes. I agree with you. Don't risk it if you've already made what you want to make for the playoffs. Uh, it's too risky. you got to get those guys healthy and, and, and out on that field. Outstanding stuff, Shannon. Good luck on the radio. Knock it out. I'm sure you'll do Happy fine. New year. And good luck this weekend uh, <laughs> Happy as new well. Year. Uh, Happy New Year. That's right. Are you doing anything at all for New Year's? Yeah, it's my kid's birthday on the first. So they were. Uh, we're going to drive to Atlanta, take him to the sugar factory. My one son's been begging to go to the sugar factory, and we're going to take him to the um, to the Atlanta aqu- Aquarium or the Georgia oh, that's awesome. Aquarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're going to do that tonight and tomorrow. And then I have to travel on Saturday. So we'll, we'll spend some time with family on, on um, Friday for their birthday. And, and then I'll hit the road. It's, I, there's been so many years, you know, when I was at ESPN, if I got a good bowl game, I was working on their birthday. So it's nice to, to be home for their birthday and kind of spend that day with them. Awesome. Have fun. Uh, good luck. And uh, enjoy Atlanta. That aquarium's really awesome. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be College football playoff two days from now, about 48 hours away from Alabama against Notre Dame and from Clemson against uh, Ohio State. I expect that we will get a fifth matchup between Alabama and Clemson. I think the tide will roll, and I think Clemson will handle Ohio State. We will see. will be a fun New Year's Day. But also, the final week of the regular season in the NFL, and I do believe this is a tremendous accomplishment. Nobody believed that the NFL was going to be able to get their entire season completed on schedule. 
I am an incredible optimist in the world of sports about ways that we can overcome COVID and find a way to play the season. I wouldn't have even bet that we were going to be able to play 16 games on schedule in 17 weeks for every single team, particularly uh, even uh, even less of a likelihood if you consider the way, for instance, we had the first outbreak with the Tennessee Titans, everybody running around with their head, uh, you know, uh, like their uh, their hair was on fire. And I think the NFL deserves a lot of credit for finding a way to get their season complete. Um, and again, knock on wood, as always, Sunday's games have to happen. But it feels very good about those games taking place. Once that happens, 18 teams are done, right? 18 teams have been eliminated, will be eliminated on Sunday, have no chance to win the Super Bowl. That leaves us with 14 teams. Uh, 14 teams are going to make the playoffs, seven in the AFC, seven in the NFC, the biggest playoff field we have ever seen in the history of the NFL. But how many of these teams are actually capable of winning the Super Bowl? And the way I look at it is, if you're going to be the wild card team, which 12 of these teams are going to be, you have to be capable of winning three games in a row, against three outstanding teams. And if you're going to get the bye week like Green Bay, it appears, and certainly like Kansas City are, you got to be able to win two games. So I want to break this down and have a little discussion here. I'm going to tell you guys who I believe is capable of winning the Super Bowl, NFC and AFC. And I want you guys to listen to my arguments and tell me whether you agree or disagree. So let's start in the NFC. I don't think there would be any disagreement that the Green Bay Packers are capable of winning the uh, Super Bowl. They are on fire as we come down the stretch. They just put a beating on the Titans. Uh, They have won, how many games is it in a row? Five games in a row. The last time they lost was in overtime on the road against the Colts. And if you'll remember, they had control of that game and kind of choked it away. The other game that they lost uh, was back on November 1st against uh, the Vikings. A little bit of an ominous loss there because Dalvin Cook just went off on the Green Bay Packers. But given the home field advantage in Lambeau, and I think you saw it on Sunday night against the Titans, the Titans weren't ready to play in the snow. They kind of tiptoed into that game. They were down 19 nothing. The Packers were very comfortable. Nobody could cover Devontae Adams. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, four touchdown passes, only had to throw the ball 25 times. Basically, no pressure on him the entire game. I don't think there is anybody out there who is an NFL fan that doubts that the Green Bay Packers can win two games in Lambeau and advance to play in the Super Bowl down in Tampa. So I am going with Green Bay, indisputably, very much a legit Super Bowl contender. I think they can get it done. I think the Saints can get it done as well. Right now, the Saints are slotted in as the number two seed. They have lost, I'm sorry, Saints fans, for having to bring it up, three straight years in the postseason on the final play of the game. That is absolutely crushing. You had the Minnesota Miracle, the play that I would have made for longtime listeners here. I would have never allowed that pass to be complete. And if it had been complete, I would have made the tackle. I've been arguing that for three years. Yeah, right. right. The Minnesota Miracle. (laughs) Then you had the worst call ever, maybe in a major, uh, major NFC or AFC championship game where they blew the pass interference call And as a result, the Saints end up losing in overtime to the Rams. 
And then last year, uh, Kyle Rudolph, I believe it was, in overtime. Uh, I think it was overtime. Was it overtime at the very end of the game? Last play of the game. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I, I think it was overtime. But Kyle Rudolph makes the catch in the back right corner in the Superdome for the Minnesota Vikings uh, to win that football game and uh, and beat the Saints again. All right. I think the Saints with Drew Brees back healthy. I love their defense. I like what Taysom Hill, certainly Alvin Kamara, six touchdown uh, t- touchdowns he scored in the most recent game for the Saints. I like the Saints to be able to win three consecutive games if necessary. Seattle. This is almost entirely a faith in Russell Wilson, but I think the Seahawks can get it done. I have confidence in Russell Wilson. The defense has actually become the bigger story for the Seahawks. I think they could win three games in a row in Seattle and go on and win the Super Bowl. So the first three seeds I feel confident in in the NFC. Whoever wins the NFC East home playoff game there, zero chance to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm going to be honest with you, even as good as Tom Brady is, I don't really feel like they can go on the road and win three straight games coming out of the wild card round. They've never done it before. They would probably have to play the Saints, who have just dominated against uh, against the Bucks so far. Um, and I just don't see them winning three games in a row. The Rams, the Bears, or the Cardinals, none of those teams have a chance, in my opinion, to get hot if they were to make the playoffs. So, so I think there are three teams that can represent the NFC in the postseason. The Packers, the Saints, and the Seahawks. I don't think anybody else is a realistic contender. Danny G, you buying or selling those three, and is there anybody else you would add to the equation in the NFC? I definitely like those three. Green Bay, the Saints, and the Seahawks. They all have good enough defenses to go deep. Tampa Bay, you're right. That defense looked really good at the start of the season. all three have, by the way, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Right. Yeah, don't even need to mention their offenses because we know about that. But you're right. It comes down to defense here, especially when we get into the playoffs. And, man, that Seahawks defense has looked good lately. We know all about the Saints defense. And Green Bay's defense has kind of been under the radar throughout the season. But they are good enough to get it done. Tampa Bay, I'm right there with you. They are on the borderline. Rams, if Jared Goff... No, the Rams have no the Rams the have no chance to win three games in a first row. First of all, look who the Rams' backup is who's about to play because of uh, Jared Goff's thumb uh, surgery. If the Rams had like a Marcus Mariota-type backup, then I would be confident that their defense could carry them because they are a running team, and their defense is one of the best in the NFL. But no, with how things sit right now, they are not going to get it done. Yeah, so three teams, you agree with me? Yep, three teams. Uh, Dub, would you agree that those are the only three that can win the NFC? Yeah, I would. And speaking to Danny G's point, if you would have asked this question three weeks ago, I would have definitely had the Rams in there. But losses to the Jets and then last week against Seattle, Jared Goff, that was probably the worst I've ever seen him play. I get he was injured part of that game, but my God, that was awful. Yeah, you get the sense that Sean McVay wants to choke uh, Jared Goff out, right? Like if they were in an MMA ring, uh, you just look over on the sideline and he seems very, very frustrated with, with Jared Goff. And this is one of those situations where it seems like sometimes this happens. Uh, that my Titans, for example, are a, a, a perfect uh, representation of this. 
for a long time, you want for one side of your team to be a lot better than they are. And then finally, that side gets good, and the side that you've been relying on to be good for several years stinks. And uh, and, and so the Rams, for a long time, they've been like, man, if we just had a little bit better defense. You know, Sean McVay's an offensive genius. We're going to score points. We're going to make plays there. We don't even need to worry about the offensive side of the ball. And now the Rams might have the best defense in the NFL, and their offense has fallen apart. Same thing has happened, by the way, with my Titans. Titans may have one of the, they don't, they don't may have, they have one of the best offenses ever, probably the best offense in the history of the franchise. The defense has always been kind of a calling card for the Titans, and suddenly the defense collapses. If the Titans just have an average defense this year, then we're talking about the Titans. We'll get to them in a little bit as a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Instead, I don't think they are because the defense is just so bad. Um, so I think that's what's dealing and, and going on with the Rams right now. So uh, Eddie Garcia, three teams that we believe in in the NFC. Are those the only three teams that can win and advance to the postseason based on what we've seen through 15, 15 games? I, I think I believe a little bit more in Tampa Bay than it seems like the group does. But So you think they could win three games in a row on the road because that's probably what they were going to have to do in order. I mean, and I say probably because there's always the possibility that the six or the seven seed could win a couple of games and Tampa Bay could get to host a playoff game even though they'd be the five seed. But the likelihood is that Tampa Bay would have to win three games in a row on the road. Well, I'll put it this way. I'm as confident that they can do it as Seattle can do it. I could see that a little bit. Um, Maybe, maybe. But I feel like the Seahawks have been more consistent than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been. Now, if you want to point to the Bucs being able to do it, what you would point to is the best win of the year by far for the Bucs. They destroyed the Green Bay Packers early in the season. What was the score of that game? Like 38-10? to That's the best game that the that the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have played all season. I believe Green Bay was undefeated when they went into Tampa Bay, if I'm not mistaken, three and zero or four and zero or whatever the heck it was, and Tampa Bay absolutely obliterated them. It's the best game Tampa Bay has played all season, thirty eight ten, like week four, week five, something like that, and that's where you would point to it and say, "Hey, the Bucks have a chance." But what we've seen against the what we've seen from the Bucks down the stretch has not convinced me that they have a chance to win three straight games. Because as good, look, Tom Brady has won the divorce with Bill Belichick. And I think if you're a Bucks fan and I had told you that the Bucs were going to go 11-5, and because I think there's a good chance they beat the Falcons to finish the season. If I had told you they were going to go 11-5 and and they would win the final four games of their season, I think you would have been pretty impressed with that. But basically down the stretch run of the season, Every time the Bucks played a good team, they found a way, it felt like to me, to lose down the stretch run of the season. Remember the big game that the Saints and the Bucks were going to play where the Bucks were going to get their revenge back on November 8th? Saints came to town and won 38-3, okay? And then everybody's, well, like the Rams are coming to town. They have to travel all the way across the country, and the Rams dominated that game even though they only won by three. And then the next week, you're like, oh, the Bucs are going to bounce back here. Now they're in good shape. And then the Chiefs came to town, and they were up 17 nothing. and Tyreek Hill had like 200 yards receiving in the first 20 minutes of that game. 
And so, yes, the Bucs have beaten the Vikings, the Falcons, and the Lions down the stretch run here. But I just don't feel like there's any way possible that they're going to go on the road. And remember what they would have to do. Let's give them the win over the NFC East team. Then we're talking a decent chance that the Bucs would have to go on the road the next week in Lambeau against the Packers. That seems like a pretty tall order that the Bucs would have to come across. And then even if they won that game, they're then likely to have to go on the road against either the Saints, who have whipped them twice by double digits, or they would have to go on the road against Seattle and travel all the way across the country from Tampa Bay to win that game. I just don't think the Bucs are a legitimate contender. I think there are three Super Bowl contenders right now in the NFC, uh, and those teams are the Packers, the Saints, and the Seahawks right now. All right, I'll give you my AFC playoff contenders when we come back. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Final week of the NFL upcoming on Sunday. I didn't think we would get here. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think we'd get here in this perfect of fashion. The NFL deserves a lot of credit. I know that it's uh, been trendy for years to jump on the NFL and rip them because they are so incredibly popular. But as we get ready for week 17 of the NFL schedule, they have managed to get every single game played by every single team, and they have managed to do it on their schedule. That is remarkable. It is incredible. We'll see how it does going into the postseason. 18 teams effectively eliminated on Sunday. 14 will advance to the postseason. Seven from the NFC, and I just broke down who I thought could actually win the Super Bowl, the Packers, the Saints, and the Seahawks from the NFC. I believe those are the only three teams that are able to win a championship. Now, the AFC has a lot of really good football teams this year. It is possible that eight different AFC teams are going to win 11 or more games. We have never seen that happen before. And that would mean that one team could win 11 games and miss the postseason. Right now, that team would be the Indianapolis Colts, okay? So if the Indianapolis Colts were to win out and the Browns and the Ravens and the Dolphins and the Titans, who are all also 10-5, and five, all won, then the 11-5 and five Indianapolis Colts would miss the postseason, which is pretty wild to think about. But... As we come down the stretch run of the season, I believe there's only three teams that can win it from the NFC, the Packers, the Saints, and the Seahawks. What about the teams from the AFC? I just told you there are potentially going to be eight teams that win 11 or more. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs clearly can win the Super Bowl. They are, in fact, the prohibitive favorite to repeat as Super Bowl champs. They have won 23 of their last 24 games, which is unheard of. By the way, even if this were, say, the NBA or college basketball, if a team goes 23-1, and certainly in Major League Baseball or hockey, we all sit back and we're like, wow, that's an incredible accomplishment. To do it in the NFL is frankly almost unheard of how good the Kansas City Chiefs have been in the last 24 games to win 23 of them in a year and a half of football is unprecedented. Their only loss against the Raiders, they've played a lot of close games, but clearly the Chiefs can win the Super Bowl. I think that the Buffalo Bills 
can win the Super Bowl as well. Josh Allen has been a revelation. It's no great uh, surprise that Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are the top two MVP contenders this year. It appears Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP. But I don't think anybody out there anticipated that Josh Allen was going to be as phenomenally good as he has been this year. The Bills are sitting at 12-3. and three. They're the number two overall seed in the playoffs right now. I don't have any doubt at all that they could go to the Super Bowl. In fact, I think they are the biggest threat to the Kansas City Chiefs that is out there. Okay, so I believe in the Chiefs. I believe in the Bills. I'm going to stun everybody now. I think those are the only two teams from the AFC that are capable of going to the Super Bowl. I don't buy into anybody else. Have you watched the Pittsburgh Steelers play over the last several weeks of the year? Yes, they got hot in the second half and they beat the Indianapolis Colts. But I don't believe that the Steelers have what it takes to win three straight games in the postseason. Not after we just saw them lose three of their last four games. The Titans right now are sitting as the four seed. I don't think they have the defense to be able to win three straight games. In particular, the Titans have the worst third down defense right now in the history of the NFL. The Titans have allowed 52.5% of their opponent's third down percentages to be converted this season. That is the worst third down defense that has ever existed in the history of the NFL. That is a stat you do not want to lead the league in. As good as the Titans can be on the offensive side of the ball, and they can be very good. Derrick Henry potentially rushing for 2,000 yards. You've got A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, both 1,000-yard receivers. Jonu Smith at tight end. This is a really, really skilled offense for the Titans. Ryan Tannehill has obviously been playing very well. They have no chance, in my mind, to win three straight games based entirely on how bad their defense is. It's an Achilles heel. Right now, the Miami Dolphins would be your five seed. Tua is not good enough at quarterback, as good as this defense is. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not good enough as the relief pitcher. The Miami Dolphins are not good enough to win three straight games on the road to go to the Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens. I understand people are getting fired up about the Baltimore Ravens, but when the Ravens have tended to play against good teams, they have crumbled. They lost to Kansas City. They lost to the Titans. They lost twice to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are 0-4 right now against the best teams in the AFC. I don't believe that the Baltimore Ravens would be capable of going on the road and winning three straight playoff games. Right now, by the way, Baltimore would be going on the road against Buffalo. Josh Allen against Lamar Jackson, that would be a phenomenal wild card round playoff game. But even if the Baltimore Ravens won that game, they next would probably have to go on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. I just don't think there's any way that the Ravens are good enough this year to go on the road and beat the Bills and then the next week go on the road and beat a rested Kansas City Chiefs team. 
I don't believe that Baltimore can win the Super Bowl. I don't believe that the Cleveland Browns or the Indianapolis Colts, whoever might come out of that seven seed, uh, would be able to win three games in a row either. The Browns have just been way too enigmatic, way too unreliable. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield to win three straight road games in the postseason, and neither do you. And I don't believe enough in the Indianapolis Colts either. Uh, And so I believe as good as their AFC is, and it's potentially the case that they are going to have eight different teams that win 11 or more games. I think the only two teams that are capable of going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. That might be a little bit of a a surprising perspective from me uh, because there are a lot of people out there that want to sell you on the idea that there are many different teams that could find their way into the postseason. But that means my total is, out of the 14 teams that are advancing to the postseason in the NFL, I think there are five that can win the Super Bowl. In the NFC, the Packers, the Saints, and the uh, Seattle Seahawks, and in the AFC, the Chiefs and the Bills. I'll get everybody else's opinion on the AFC and my picture of Super Bowl contenders at large. Danny G, you buying or selling that theory? Selling. I'm a little surprised. I wrote down four teams. Chiefs and the Bills, obviously. The Bills were my preseason Super Bowl pick, so I'm sticking with them. But I also have the Steelers and the Colts. Last week, that was an amazing comeback against the Colts that the Steelers had. It looked like the old Big Ben. If he looks like that in the playoffs, I would not bet against him and Mike Tom. They're not going to win three games. I don't think you could say that. I think you can. If you've watched them play the last month, there's no way they're going to win three playoff games against three good teams. And also the Colts. What a defense. And they are a running team, which counts for something in the playoffs, as you know. So... I just think that you need to count the Steelers and the Colts in there. I don't think that you can have either of them off of your list right now. I think I might have misspoken, by the way, now that I'm looking at it. I think the Bills would be scheduled to play against the seven seed, which potentially would be the Colts. Right, right, right. Uh, I think I said they would be playing against the Ravens. The Ravens would be going on the road right now if the schedule was set up as it is against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And by the way, I think the Ravens would win that game, even though they've lost to two times uh, to the Steelers already. I do think that they would find a way to win that one based on the way those two teams are playing. Uh, All right, what about you, Dub? Uh, You buying or selling my idea that there are two teams in the AFC that can actually win the Super Bowl? I'm selling. I think there's three, and you just named the third team for me. It's Baltimore. See, I, just, team- I understand that argument, but the Ravens would have to go on the road and beat the Steelers, and then they might have to go on the road and beat the Chiefs, and then they might have to go on the road and beat uh, the Bills because you know they're going to have to play, theoretically, three games in a row on the road. I just don't see that being possible. I understand that argument, but from my point of view, what happens in these games is bad weather. And if there's one team that's equipped to play a game in bad weather, it's Baltimore because they can run the ball on anybody. And Lamar Jackson, the last four games, he's been looking to run 94 yards, 124 yards, 80 yards, and 35 yards. That's over 300 yards the last four games. And if there's one guy you don't want to see in the open field, I think it's Lamar Jackson. The defense has been playing really well, too. So I think there's more than two teams I think you got to throw Baltimore in there as well. Eddie Garcia, what would you say? 
I'm going to have to agree with you on this one, Clay. Um, I, I'm not a believer in my Steelers. Um, it, it would be nice uh, if Ben Roethlisberger could play all of his uh, games like he did in the second half against the Colts, but he hasn't done that all year. Uh, they've been a team that a lot of times, even during their 11-game winning streak, they play a great half, but they, the, 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 either the first half or the second half would be really mediocre, and you can't advance deep in the playoffs playing one really good half of football so i wouldn't include my steelers in there i'd actually put your titans ahead of my steelers if i were kind of ranking the teams one through four i'd have tennessee three and blasphemy yeah i'm just being realistic by what i see i don't believe in the ravens at all i don't believe in lamar jackson in the playoffs i don't care what the weather is like so i'll have to uh, agree with you that it's kansas city and buffalo yeah it's interesting if you look at the uh, futures odds right now in the afc the kansas city chiefs are minus 133 is the number that I'm seeing right now uh, on Fox Bet. And I'll look at FanDuel, too. Um, and by the way, sometimes people say uh, you use Fox Bet or you use FanDuel. Um, it's the same company, right? Just two, it's like Coke and uh, Sprite, right? They're owned by the same company. So um, I, I think it's kind of uh, I think it's kind of interesting just to look at their difference. And the Chiefs have almost the exact same odds. So the Chiefs are minus 130 at FanDuel. And the Buffalo Bills are the next most likely team at plus 450, followed by the Ravens at 7.5 to 1, the Steelers at 10 to 1, and the Tennessee Titans at 13 to 1, the Colts at 17 to 1, Browns 25 to 1, the Dolphins are 37 to 1. That's not to win the Super Bowl, that's to win the AFC. So the Chiefs are basically, they're telling you that. They are more than 50% likely to actually make uh, the postseason. And if you're curious on the NFC, it's a lot more jumbled at the top. The uh, odds makers are telling you there are four teams that could win the NFC. The Green Bay Packers, 2-1. to one. New Orleans Saints, just shy of 3-1. to one. Seahawks, 4-1. to one. And the Bucks are five to one before you get to the Rams at twelve to one. So um, I think there are five teams that are out there that have a legitimate chance to uh, to win. But that's pretty intriguing. And by the way, this playoff race in the AFC. Well, maybe we can talk about that to finish off the uh, the hour. We'll come back here in a minute. But I want you guys to think about this: which team is going to be left on the outside looking in in the AFC? It's possible that eight teams are going to go 11-5 and five or better. There are only seven playoff spots. Which team is going to end up being left outside? There are five teams right now that are 10-5. and five. The Titans, the Colts, the Dolphins, the Ravens, and uh, the Cleveland Browns. All five of those teams are sitting right now at 10-5. and five. Which team is going to be left out of the playoffs? We will discuss next. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trick of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerackcom the way tire buying should be
Let's go ahead and go to the jury dub who is up first. We like to do this, by the way, if you're a new listener, we like to impanel the OutKick jury occasionally for stories such as these and get your verdict. Right call, wrong call, University of Tennessee. Who's up first, Dub? Uh, we got Kenneth in L.A. Kenneth, what do you think? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I believe that Tennessee was definitely wrong in the way that they handled it. But just as, as shameful as this Jimmy guy was that, that shared it four years later, is the person who recorded the video from, from Snapchat, Snapchat or yeah. then shared it. Yeah, yeah. because the, the article says that it went around the school and everything, but somebody had to initially record it to give it to, to that Jimmy guy. That's a good point. Whoever That's that good. guy is. So it's ter- terrible all around. So she has multiple haters, and she shouldn't be penalized for that, for, for being 15 years old. Thank you. Uh, Good point. Snapchat, for those of you who are not familiar with Snapchat, the idea with Snapchat is videos almost immediately disappear. So this thing is supposed to be, and look, you got to tell your kids, everything that you put on the internet, you think, oh, this is only going to be out there for 30 seconds. Oh, this will never be anywhere. Somebody hates you. Somebody saves it. They use it against you. They weaponize social media against you. They really will. Uh, it's a good lesson. That's why I had my 12-year-old read it. I'm like, listen here, knucklehead. You're dumb. Uh, you think you're smart, but you're dumb. Trust me. I've been a young teenage boy or a young teenage girl. And your phone, like it seems like an innocuous, not very significant thing to do. And then it can blow up on you. You got to assume that everything you put out there on social media is going to be viewed by everybody. Got to assume it, I think. Uh, who's up next? We got uh, Tavares in North Carolina. Tavares, what's the call here? What should happen? Was University of Tennessee right I, or wrong? I believe they were wrong. Um, I need to hear the context in which she said it. I know the difference between somebody being malicious and somebody just being a kid. Uh, I We know the difference. We don't at all. I think because that's the lyric, you should understand that all right he's breaking up uh he said the context and uh again i will say it for you uh the the context was three second video and i'm pulling it up you can go read about it at outkick you can also certainly read the new york times story uh she got her driver's license pulled up snapchat and said i can drive inward and hit send to one of her friends so uh, that is the context in which it was uh, initially created. She was celebrating the fact that she had gotten her driver's license. Uh, all right, who's up next? 15 years old. We got Zach in Illinois. Zach, your thoughts. Right call, wrong call, University of Tennessee. This was absolutely uh, the wrong call on their part. I mean, like you said, we're with the cancel culture out there. I think it's gone completely out of control. I mean, it's it really is way out of control for one thing, one small little thing like this to ruin someone else's life. Four years later, shows malicious intent on the person who reported it on their hand. Yeah, we have to teach our kids that. There are bad things being said out there, and we have to deal with it in life. And I've 
saw videos of uh, another politician about like basically teaching these kids to be little cupcakes, being mollycoddled all their lives, and one little thing will set them off, and they have to have them someone canceled, someone fired, someone removed, or everything. People, parents, you have to teach these kids, your kids, that you have to put up and be a better adult or better person on it and just ignore it. Thank you for the call. Uh, here's the thing. if So I've got three kids, 12-year-old, 10-year-old, 6-year-old. If I had to choose which I would be more disappointed in, I would be more disappointed in my son's saving a video for four years to try to ruin someone's life than I would doing something stupid when they were 15, which was a dumb thing to do. But if you have to choose between like which one is worse behavior, doing something dumb like she did, you know, celebrating her driver's license, using the N-word, not in a like pejorative sense right she's just using the n-word like she hears people do in rap songs all the time she's a 15 year old girl and use it choosing between that or choosing the position of i'm going to save this three second video and as soon as someone from my high school class has something good happen in their life i'm going to weaponize it against them i would be far more troubled by my sons doing the latter than I would by doing something stupid at the age of 15. Does that make sense? Like if you're trying to balance the uh, behavior here, I think the guy who tried to get her canceled from this video is by far the worst actor in this story, in my opinion. Who's up next? We got Steve in Indianapolis. Steve, right call, wrong call, University of Tennessee. Definitely wrong call. I love your show. Uh, you guys are awesome. But my thing is this. If I, I want to say if if I was in college, I could even understand them saying, hey, this was stupid. This is back when you were a minor. We are going to have to put you on probation Yeah. in case something like this crops up from this point forward that we would say, hey, this you, now you've show, been a repeat offender as an adult. I can understand that. I feel like that's the middle of the road yeah. solution. But I also think who in the world has this? I'm assuming they saved on their cell phone. But who saves that thing and thinks in their minds for four years, I can't wait until I get a get over on this person. I mean, it's diabolical. I, mean, I, I think you're right. I think it's diabolical and so- sociopathic seriously. and psychopathic, probably, on behalf of that guy who tried to get her in trouble. And that's one of the possibilities I said for the University of Tennessee. If you don't want her to be a cheerleader for a year, let her come to school, demonstrate that she is now a different person, and that she can handle the privilege of being a cheerleader after a year of doing her schoolwork, of getting grades, of staying out of trouble. All of those things would seem to be valid uh, responses, basically rescinding her admission and kicking her off the cheerleading team because of something she did when she was 15. That to me is everything that's wrong with cancel culture. Who's up next, Dub? Tom in Ohio. Tom, right call, wrong call, University of Tennessee. University of Tennessee's a pillar of jello. Like, <laughs> they really are. I mean, you know, the crime, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Yeah. She's an adolescent. I have four children, all, <clears throat> excuse me, all in their 20s. 
bookend girls. If that would have happened to my daughter and something like that happened, there's a backstory here. We don't know about it, but there's he's maybe been scorned by her. I would have cut loose my sons on him. I yeah. mean, it's just it's ridiculous to think that someone with that low of a self-esteem would do something like that to her. I think there's a backstory. She scorned him, could have been in sixth grade, could have been in seventh grade, didn't sit with him in the lunch table, but that guy sat back, and he waited, and he waited, and he just ruined her life. Thanks for the call. I mean, again, and and, and I think it was, was it you, Danny G, who said it, or maybe it was Eddie. What you're doing when you're making this decision by the University of Tennessee is you are rewarding his behavior. You are encouraging the further growth of cancel culture because you're saying, oh, we're going to reward him for bringing this video forward, which encourages other diabolical and psychopathic, frankly, behavior like this. I really think it does. And that's the problem with cancel culture in general. Everybody is so afraid of being canceled that they don't stand up to the people who are trying to do the canceling. I see this in my industry all the time. What do we have? Grant Napier recently on, the voice of the Sacramento Kings, uh, says tweets all lives matter and loses his job after 30 years in Sacramento. The vast, vast majority of people in my industry think that's insane. I'm the only person who's come out publicly just about and said it's insane because everybody else is afraid that the mob is going to move from canceling that guy to canceling them instead. People try to cancel me every day. The reason why this show works is because the vast majority of the population, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, agrees with me. They hate politically correct culture. They hate cancel culture. The media loves it. And other people in the media are so afraid of calling it out because they're afraid that somebody will try to cancel them. I go in my mentions every day. Somebody's like, oh, Clay Travis said six years ago this. Clay Travis said this two days ago. Oh, my God, cancel it, cancel it. Yeah, I say a lot of things every day. That's why people listen, because I say exactly what I think every day. If I put my wife on the radio right now, she would tell you, if I ask her, hey, how many times have I said something to you, and you've said you can't say that on the radio? A thousand, ten thousand? I say whether you like it or, or don't like it, authenticity is so rare, I say exactly what I think every single day. Much to her chagrin, she's afraid to listen to the show, because there's so many people out there trying to cancel every day. Who's up next, Dub? We got Nate in San Francisco. Nate, right call, okay. wrong call from the University of Tennessee. Uh, the right call from Tennessee. Here's my- Where'd he go? It says oh, he's still on. I, here you go. Hello? Hello? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, so I think it's the right call from Tennessee. First off, I want to say I'm an African-American male. And I want to just point out, if she would have said a whole bunch of, you know, the F-bombs for the the alphabet community or said something that people deemed anti-Semitic, nobody would have a problem with Tennessee, what they did. But Hold on, hold on. You think if – no, hold on. You think if she had said something that was negative, uh, I got my uh, driver's license gay slur. I got my driver's license juicler. You think that everybody would be fine with her being kicked out of school and not allowed to go there? No, I know so. History says so. Yeah, you're yes, totally wrong. So. That's, that's, you're you're totally, no, you're totally one. Wrong. Hold you're on. Totally wrong. You're, you're one totally billion wrong. percent wrong. 
No, it would even it wouldn't be a question that Tennessee that Tennessee did the right thing if she said something that was anti-Semitic or anti-homosexual. But since y'all say that oh rap lyrics have the N word, then everybody should be able to use it. No, you're not black. Don't use the word. Get, get what you deserve. You're not African American. Stop using the word. I don't understand what's the. I don't understand. You what's think the you think that we should have speak? Hold on. Using that word. You think that that white-owned companies let's be honest, should be able to make billions of dollars off of rap lyrics and that people who are buying their music should not be able to sing along with the rap lyrics. Like if you're out at a bar. Nobody, nobody, nobody said, nobody said don't sing along. Sing along. Why do you have to publicly use the N-word? I just don't understand it as a black person. What's the affection with non-black people using this word? I don't think, I don't think there's any, I don't think there, hold on. I don't think there's any desire to use words uh, because of the power of them. I think a lot of people are saying we can't have a language where some people are allowed to use words and other people are not, and we're constantly holding people accountable. What if this girl had you been... Sell, hold on. What if this you girl... Right what, what if this girl had been one-fourth black? Would she be admitted to she's the University not, of Tennessee? Well, no, no. I'm just asking you. I'm just asking your. I'm asking your opinion. No, no. I'm asking your opinion. Listen, not. listen to me. I listen to you. You listen to me. What if she were one fourth black? What if she had a, a black grandparent and she put that video out? Would she be admitted to the University of Tennessee? She's not. We're not. Okay, but I'm just asking you hypothetically. What if she had a great grandparent who was black? What if she was one eighth black? Would she be admitted to the University of Tennessee? Would she be able? She's not. Okay, but I'm asking you, where is the line? I'm asking you, where's the line? What if she was one sixteen? What if she was one? What if she was one? What if she was one sixteenth black? What if she was one thirty second black? Where is the line where she's allowed to use the word and she's not? I'm asking you. We don't use the word. I'm, I don't understand what's the problem with not using the word. I okay. am not I'm just asking you, though. No, no. I'm asking you the question. Where is the line where it would be acceptable for her to use it? Is it if she's 132nd black? I, I if she's 164th black? I literally just said where the line is, sir. You're not black. Don't use it. That's, that's where the line is. Okay, You're so she, black, what, what, should, what should she be allowed to do now? Should she be, ever be allowed to get a job? I didn't say anything. About no, no, I'm, I'm just asking you. Where deserves. is the line she for punishment she, in your mind? She was 15 and she used she the N word. She, she, she got she what got she deserved. What she deserved. Okay, thanks. Yeah, we'll talk about this when we got deserved. back. She got what she deserved. She should never be able to get a job. She should never be able to go to college. She should never be able to live her life as a normal person because when she was 15, she used the N word. Maybe so. Maybe that's right. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.